Magandang umaga po sa ating lahat. Sabi ko kay Kuya Nok, Kuya Nok, hindi ko alam kung kilala pa ako ng mga tao dito. <laughs> hindi ko rin alam kung kilala ko silang lahat. But it's been 10 years. I think it's been 10 years since I last spoke in a Sunday morning service. Actually, last night, after our last shoot for the concert, pag-uwi namin, I received a text message from Pastor Paul. Tapos, nakatakot si Pastor Paul pag nag-message ng Sabado ng gabi. <laughs> alam mo kung alam mangyayari. <laughs> eh, sabi ko, sige po, Pastor. Uh, Pastor Paul is up north at the moment. So, syempre ako naman bilang masunuring nila lang, go lang. Diba? You know, um, naalala ko po when I was uh, kindergarten. Tatlong beses po ako nag-kinder. Pero doon po sa tatlong kindergarten na pinanggalingan ko, hindi po ako gumraduate ni isang beses. Meron ba ditong apat na nagbeses na nagkinder? Pero never akong gumraduate. I remember doon pa sa may old church natin, dito rin sa may birata. Yung maliit, naging teacher ko pa po doon sila, Ma'am Cherry. Wala na nakakala. <laughs> si Kuya, no, kilala. Nakakala rito kila, Ma'am Cherry. Si Ma'am Cherry Loyola. And I remember, kaya ako nag-stop noon ng pag-aaral. Kasi, makulit akong bata, yung table, ginaganon ko. Naalala ko, si Pastor Tony and Siso and the late Kuya Larry, yung tatay ni Paul, Hapita. Hi, Kuya Larry. Isang <laughs> kaman ngayon. Uh, pinagalitan ako nung time na yon. So, syempre, bata ka, masyado kang sensitive. Hindi na ako pumasok sa school. But I vividly remember the graduation day of my classmates. Nandun ako sa labas ng church kasi may pintana doon kung alam nyo yung itsura ng church doon. Tapos nakikita ko, yung mga classmates ko tinatawag sa stage, binibigyan ng diploma, tapos sinasabitan ng medalya. Sabi ko, buti pa sila, gumraduate. Ako tatlong beses nag-kinder, hindi man lang gumraduate. Kaya sabi ko nung time na yun, ay darating ang araw, aakyat din ako ng stage. Makakakuha ako ng diploma. And so, pumasok po ako sa elementary. And I think, siguro, medyo maayos naman akong estudyante. And my teachers were kind of appreciating my output, my quizzes, and my exams. Little did I know that my performance in school was actually affecting my view of myself. And perhaps ang iniisip nyo, gumagandang tingin ko sa sarili ko. Pero hindi po. It was affecting my view of myself negatively. Particularly nung nag-high school ako. I remember second year high school, yung akin pong class advisor, huwag ko nababanggitin yung pangalan niya. She encouraged us to join this mathematics quiz B. Masyadong malaki yung tiwala sa akin ng teacher ko. Nung elementary po, kaya ko ang math. Pagdating ng first year high school, okay pa. Pagdating ng second year, pakiram ko, pakiramdam ko nagiging dyslexic na ako. Pag nakakakita ko ng mathematical equations. Sino rito yung ganun? Tapos kapag mag, may recitation sa school, ikaw nagtatago ka sa likod ng teacher mo para hindi ka tawagin. Gumagawa ka ng paraan. But I remembered being eliminated immediately after the first question. And you know what happened after? Much to my dismay, to the dismay of my teacher, pumunta po siya sa bahay namin. Nagpunta siya sa bahay namin. Hindi ko alam kung paano niya nalalaman kung saan ako nakatira. Pero pumunta siya sa bahay, kinausap niya nanay ko, at ang sabi niya, sumali si Erland sa quiz ng math. 
pero na-eliminate agad siya. Umuwi ako sa bahay at sinabi sa akin yun ng nanay ko. Sabi ko, saglit lang. Ano nangyayari? Because at that time, tanggap ko na sa sarili ko na hindi ako magaling sa mat. Tumatalino lang ako sa mat ngayon kapag payslip na ang pinag-uusapan. Right? Yung mga nagtatrabaho dito, di ba? Kahit hindi tayo magaling sa mat, pero pagdating ng payslip, hindi pwedeng may makakalusot kahit isang sentimo dyan. Pero pag hindi na payslip ang pinag-uusapan, wala na ulit. Bumalik ako ng school and then my teacher told me, nagpunta ako sa bahay ninyo. Sinabi ko sa nanay mo na sumali ka ng quizbee at na-eliminate ka kaagad. Sabi ko, nakikita ko na yung limitation ko nung mga panahon na yon. It shocked me when my teacher went to my house to tell my mother that I failed on a quizbee. And so from then on, it dawned on me that I did bad. No, I did not do bad. I did really bad. Because meron akong teacher na nagpunta sa bahay at sinabi sa magulang ko na meron ako isang bagay na hindi nagawa. Habang ako po'y nag-aaral, ganun yung naging pagtingin ko sa sarili ko. And that wasn't the first time that I felt like I had to do good. I have to be better because there are people who felt like I need to validate myself from. Dahil kailangan kong gawin yon. Dahil baka may magpunta na naman sa bahay. At sabihin sa nanay ko na hindi siya mabuting estudyante. Nakakalungkot po yung ganung sitwasyon. I was studying, but at the same time, in my mind, I felt so pressured. Dahil kailangan kong maging mahusay na estudyante kahit na alam mong may limitasyon ka bilang tao. Natanggap ko po sa sarili ko ng maaga na hindi ako magaling sa mat. At may mga subjects na hindi ako kahusayan. But that was different. Sometimes my output I felt is validating my existence. Kung ano yung grades ko, that validates my worth. That validates my value as an individual, as a human being. And perhaps sa mga estudyante ang nakikinig sa akin ngayon, naiintindihan niyo ako. Lalo na minsan kapag napapagalitan kayo ng parents ninyo because of your grades. Nakaka-pressure. Ang hirap minsan na ituloy yung buhay na hindi mo alam kung saan ka lulugar dahil may mga tao na nag-iisip kung ano ka dapat at ano dapat yung ginagawa mo. You know, I became a Christian early on in my life. And I had that struggle every time. Na kahit na alam ko na mahal ako ng Panginoon, meron pa rin pagkakataon sa buhay ko na kapag babalik ako ng eskwelahan, I have to be a better student. Because this is what people are expecting for me to be and to do. That is why, when I went to Phoebias, kapag pinag-uusapan na yung doktrina ng justification, it struck a chord in my heart. It is very dear to me. Kasi doon ko naintindihan na hindi ko dapat hintayin ang validation ng mga tao sa paligid ko. But I was struggling because I felt guilty being wrong in front of other people. I felt guilty because there are people watching every move I make. At kapag nagkamali ka, Oy, wala ka sa dean's list. Wala ka sa ganito. Yung mataas ang grade mo, 
pero malungkot ka. Hindi ka masaya. And that was a constant struggle when I was a student. Ang hirap po. And sometimes tayo, may mga pagkakataong ganun yung nararamdaman natin. Because we are in this world, and this world has a different standard. This world validates you by your performance, by our performance on what we do, how we do it, and how we deliver the goods to them. And sometimes, the world will judge you, and they will tell you, and it will tell you that you're only as good as your last show. Kakalimutan nila lahat ng mga bagay na ginawa mo dahil kapag nagkamali ka, yung pagkakamali ng nila ang may isip nila sa'yo. And that's scary para sa ating mga tao. And so this morning, allow me to speak before you on the topic, justified. And I love this word. No, pag sinabi natin yung word na justified, di ba pag sinabi natin, you are justifying yourself, nangangatwiran ka. Di ba kapag minsan nag-argue kayo ng parents ninyo, or ikaw, anak, uh, ikaw, magulang, uh, nag-argue yung anak mo, sasabihin mo palagi, nangangatwiran ka na naman eh. You are justifying yourself. But definitely, what we have to understand is that justification is actually a very good word in the scriptures. Sa Biblia po, ito ay isang doktrina na napakahalagang naiintindihan natin dapat. In Romans chapter 3 verses 21 to 24, it says here, and you can see it on your screen, But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. These righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And I think Romans 3.23 is something that we have all memorized. Nung tayo yung mga baby Christians pa lamang, siguro naman po kabisado natin ito. Right? And all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. When the Apostle Paul was writing this book, this letter, to the Roman church, doon sa mga Kristiyano, sa Roman Empire, there was actually a miscommunication and a division between the Jews and the Gentiles. And we know that when we speak of the Jews, ito yung mga tao na pinili ng Panginoon, even in the Old Testament. We know that they have a special covenant with God. And when we speak of the Gentiles, ito yung mga taong madume. Huwag kang tumingin sa katabi mo. Mukha lang yan. Pero malinis yan. When we speak of the Gentiles, sila yung mga madudumi ang tingin, even in the Old Testament and even in the New Testament. That's why itong si Apostol Pablo ang sabi niya, sandali-sandali lang mag-usap muna tayo rito. In the covenant of grace, there is neither Jew nor Gentile. Wala nang mas mahusay, wala nang mas mababa, lahat tayo pantay, pantay. You know, the Gentiles, at least according to the Apostle Paul, is also a recipient of the covenant of God. And we know of this, right? The Jews highly think of themselves because of God's special place for them. However, the book of Romans broke this misconception ng mga Jews. Kasi lagi nang iniisip eh, kami yung nauna. Kami yung paborito ng Panginoon. 
kami yung pinili niya. Bakit? Kasi ang Panginoon ang may special plan sa aming mga Hudyo. But then again, the Apostle Paul, in his attempt at least to tell these people to live a harmonious relationship, whether you are a Jew or a Gentile, ang sinasabi niya rito, there is neither Jews nor Gentiles anymore. Wala nang Hudyo, wala nang Hintil. Lahat tayo ay bahagi ng bagong covenant na meron tayo sa Panginoon. How do we define justification? You know, in classical Protestant theology, when we speak of justification, it's on your screen. Justification was interpreted as God declaring a person to be righteous. In Tagalog, kapag pinag-usapan po natin yung salitang justification, ang translation po nito is katwiran. That outside of God's justifying power, And according to how the world says it, magiging matuwid lang ang isang tao kapag matuwid ang kanyang ginagawa. Halimbawa, kailan ka nagiging matuwid sa paningin ng asawa mo? Kailan ka nagiging matuwid sa paningin ng girlfriend o boyfriend mo? Kailan ka nagiging matuwid sa tingin ng magulang mo? Kailan ka nagiging matuwid sa paningin ng kaibigan mo? That is how the world actually gauges what katwiran actually means. The world has a different standard pagdating sa atin. It's very difficult for us Christians because the, world, the word of the Lord is saying that we are justified by faith. But then, paglabas natin dito sa bahay-sambahan, iba na ang pamantayan ng mundo sa atin. Hindi. Kung mahusay ka, mahusay ka. Kung hindi ka mahusay, hindi ka mahusay. Hindi ka matuwid na anak, hindi ka matuwid na girlfriend, hindi ka matuwid na boyfriend, hindi ka matuwid na asawa. But that is not how the world or the word of the Lord dictates and understand what justification actually meant. Let's take the Apostle Paul as an example. We know Apostle Paul as the author of the two-thirds of the New Testament. Two-thirds ng entire New Testament was written by the Apostle Paul. And we know that. Right? Pero bago naging Kristiyano si Apostol Pablo, he thought of himself as a Pharisee among the Pharisees. He was a learned man. In fact, pinapatay niyang mga Kristiyano noong kanyang kapanahunan. Not until such time in Acts, on the road to Damascus, he was struck by a blinding light. And the voice of the Lord said to him, Soul, soul, why are you persecuting me? And that was the moment when he realized that his life was nothing. And from being the soul, the Pharisee, he became the soul or the Paul, the preacher. Diba kasi ang dating pangalan ni Apostol Pablo ay Saul. Sa Biblia, maraming ganyan, di ba? Nag-change ng pangalan. Kayo ba, may plano kayong mag-change ng pangalan nyo in the future? Kasi hindi kayo natutuwa sa pangalang binigay sa inyo ng magulang ninyo. Di ba? Diniisip ko yun minsan, ano yung magandang pangalan? Di ba? Kung papalitan tayo ng mga pangalan. You know, it was only after his encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus that he finally realized that it was not 
whatever he accomplished in life that matters in God's eye. Because even though he was a learned man, and when I say that he's a learned man, ibig sabihin, alam niya po ang lahat ng nakasulat sa Old Testament. But even though, ang sabi sa kanya ng Panginoon, soul, soul, why are you persecuting me? doesn't matter what you know. Because even though we know something, the Lord might still be telling us, Erland, Erland, why are you persecuting me? You know, there's a difference between justification and righteousness. Kaya lang po sa grammar natin sa Filipino kasi, if you're going to look at the translation of justification sa Tagalog Dictionary, the translation is katwiran. And if you're going to look at the translation of the word righteousness in Filipino, the translation is also katwiran. But if you're going to look at these two words in the English dictionary, they are complementing each other, but there's a certain difference between justification and righteousness. Justification is a one-time act of God. We were justified by faith. We were acquitted from our sins. Amen. Right? But when we talk about our righteousness, we are daily being made righteous by God. And it is a continuing process. You know, ito pong si Apostol Pablo, kahit na po siya ay nagpipreach ng gospel, still in Romans chapter 7, verse 24, because he was struggling with his flesh. He was not only struggling with his flesh, but he was also struggling between the words that he is saying to the people and the struggle that he had with his flesh. In Romans chapter 7, verse 24, it says here, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? The Apostle Paul knew very well that this flesh that we are in right now is deadly. That's the reason why sometimes, even though the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. And we know that our flesh is very much weak, lalo na kung hindi po natin pinalalalim ang sarili natin sa salita ng Panginoon. If all we are after is the accolades of men, the applause and the approval of people, Baka perhaps sinasabihan na tayo ng Panginoon. And I will include myself. Why are you persecuting me? You know, this morning, allow me po to speak on the topic justified. And I will be discussing this from the perspective of what justification actually meant. Because this is very important para po sa atin. And my first point is this one, the revelation of justification. And our justification is apart from the law. And when we talk about apart from the law, that means hindi tayo justify just because we are following the Ten Commandments. Even the prophets tried to do that, but they failed. Wala akong kahit na isang tao sa buong mundo, before and even now, and even in the future, who would be able to claim upon himself that he was able to fulfill the Ten Commandments. We talk about laws. Sino mga nagda-drive dito? 
kailan po nare-revoke ang driver's license? Kasama ba ito sa exam? Hindi po ako nag-drive, I just researched on this one. Para sa reckless driving, kailan mare-revoke ang lisensya ng mga reckless drivers? Para sa mga non-professional drivers po, according to my research, pag pang-apat na beses ka na, na nakasuhan ng reckless driving, and then you will be fined 10,000 pesos. Pero, you can still apply after two years. Two years after pa. Ang mas malupit po, if you are a professional driver, kasi that is perpetual disqualification. And when you say perpetual disqualification, hindi ka na pwedeng mag-apply ulit. Perpetual disqualification, fourth time, magpang-apat na beses, and then you have to pay 10,000 pesos, but you cannot apply anymore. Or, if you have violated the rules three times, consecutive, sa loob ng isang taon, although it is purely out of the decision of the Land Transportation Office. Ang hirap sumunod sa batas, minsan lalo na kapag maraming nagigit-gitan sa kalsada. Right? I remember, I had this uh, Indonesian friend nung nasa Korea po kami. Lagi akong sumasabay sa kanya kasi naging friend ko yung family nila para ko silang naging pamilya doon. And one time, alam nito yung sa mga nagda-drive, di ba? Sometimes lumalabas yung pagiging masama ng mga tao. If when they are on the wheels, particularly kapag traffic at nagigit-gitan. Kinakalma ko talaga siya ng mga friends. Sabi ko, brother, calm down. Tatakot ako eh. Baka kung anong mangyari. But for the drivers, di ba, napakahirap pag mainitin ang ulo natin. Hindi pala ako driver. Ninyo. Right? But that's the reality. And when you talk about the Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments is actually very strict. Right? You violate one, you violate them all. No ifs, no buts. That is the reason why God knew for a fact that we will not be able to justify ourselves by our own will, by our own accord. Sa pamamagitan ng sarili lang po natin, we cannot be acquitted of our sins. That's why in Romans chapter 3, verse 21, it says here, But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been made known. What does it say? Apart from the law, hindi sa ganang batas, sa pagsunod sa batas, na tayo ay magiging matuwid sa harap ng Panginoon. Because even the law and the prophets testified for it. Well, in fact, when you talk about the prophets, they were actually forward looking to the coming Messiah who will finally justify them from all their sins. You talk about King David, you have, you have to talk about Isaac, Jacob, and all of these prophets. None of them would even say that they were sacred, that they lived a holy life. You talk about Moses. Why was he not able to go to the promised land? Uminit ang ulo. Inutusan ba siya ng Panginoon na istruck niya yung tubig? No. But because of that, anong sabi sa kanya ni Yahweh? Because of what you did, you will not be able to go to the promised land. But he was called by Yahweh to bring the Israelites to the promised land. But he was not able to set foot on the promised land because he disobeyed Yahweh. It's very difficult to live the perfect life. Napakahirap pong mabuhay na nakatingin ng mata sa'yo ng mga tao na laging iisipin nila, tama ba siya? Tama ba to? Ano bang mali niya? Ano bang mali ko? Ano bang mali nito? 
It's frustrating. In fact, sakit sa ulo. Kapag inisip natin na mabuhay para lang ma-validate tayo sa harap ng mga tao sa paligid natin. Now we talk about the road to justification. The road to justification is actually coming from God. Through Christ to all who believe. Let's look first at this comparison, a contrast pala, between the Jews and the Gentiles. Para kung makita natin kung bakit banas na banas ang mga Hudyo sa mga Hintil. You see here, the first contrast that they do have is the circumcision of these people. The Jews were circumcised because that's part of the covenant. The Gentiles were not because they were not part of the covenant. Right? But also, if you're going to look at this one, they're worlds apart. Magkaibang magkaiba ang buhay ng mga Hudyo at buhay ng mga Hintil, kaya hindi matanggap ng mga Hudyo na bakit mo bibigyan ng magandang pwesto ang mga Hintil na ito samantalang iba sila sa amin. These people are unclean because they were uncircumcised. And circumcision even right now, as we practice it, is actually a way to clean ang mga lalaki. But the tradition of circumcision goes, goes way, way back in the Old Testament. You talk about all this. They are worlds apart. And you see the contrast between the Jews and the thing, and the Gentiles. That's the reason why they cannot accept the Gentiles into the family of God. But here's the Apostle Paul saying, hey, there are no more Jews nor Gentiles. You are all God's children. Lahat kayo anak ng Panginoon. Bakit kailangan nyo magtalo-talo? You see here, what the Apostle Paul is saying is this. Lahat tayo, anak ng Panginoon. Pero bakit kailangang maghagulo kayo dyan? Take this as an example. Halimbawa may kapatid ka, tapos alam mo na mas maganda ka or mas pogi ka sa kapatid mo. Pero ang laging sinasabi ng nanay mo, magkamuka kayo, pareho kayong maganda, pareho kayong pogi. Anong ginagawa mo? Sabi ni Menjin, hindi pwede yun. Magkukulong ka sa kwarto, hindi ka kakain hanggang hindi bawiin ng magulang mo, sinasabi niya. It's just like that. Right? We are all families. Lahat tayo ay pare-pareho. You know, in Romans chapter 3, verse 22, it says here, The righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. Our righteousness is by faith in Christ. And that faith that we do have in Christ was acted out by Christ in the first place. Not by our own works that we can boast of anything. Not even in the performance of our ministry can we say that we are better than other people inside the church or even outside. You know, being a college lecturer for 10 years now, almost 10 years, isang dekada na po ako nagtuturo sa kolegyo. You know, it made me realize how exhausting it is for 
many college students to realize the dream of their parents but not their dreams. I have talked with a lot of students and they will always tell me, I'm here because my parents wanted me to be an engineer. Ano pong gagawin ko? This is not what I want. But I have to please my parents. Napakahirap nun, di ba? Yung hindi mo tinutupad yung mga pangarap mo because you want to please those people who are around you. You know, it breaks my heart whenever I hear those words from some of my students. Whenever they will tell me, this is not what I want. Kasi minsan kakausapin ko sila, nagkakaroon kami ng consultation, and I will say, medyo mababa yung grades mo. Sabi niya, sir, totoo lang kasi tinatamad ako mag-aral eh. Sabi ko, bakit naman? Ayoko naman po kasi talaga nitong ginagawa ko. That's why parents, and there are many parents right now here, please be very cautious of forcing our children, your children, to fulfill your dreams rather than their dreams. It's their lives. Ang mga magulang po, ang trabaho po ng mga magulang, ay alagaan, ingatan, at maging good steward ng kanilang mga anak. Parents, can I hear an amen? Wala masyadong parents dito. Diba? And hopefully, especially Christian parents, we have to be very careful in this. Kasi mahirap po yun. That your children will find their acceptance, their worth, and their validation kapag napapangiti nila kayo. At yung itin nyo, makukuha lang nila kapag tinutupad nila ang pangarap ninyo at hindi ang pangarap nila. Mahirap po para sa mga anak po yun. You know, they let go of their dreams eh. Pinapakawalan nila yung kanilang mga pangarap kasi gusto nilang maging masaya ang kanilang mga magulang. Nakakalungkot po yun. And every time na makakausap ako ng mga students na ganun, it breaks my heart. It's because that's a life on the losing end. Ang lungkot. You know, hindi lang po sa mga anak, sa lahat. Just like in Romans chapter 3, verse 22, it says here, To all who believe, pag sinabing to all, the qualifier here is all, di ba? It doesn't say to some who believe or to only those that I like who believe. But it says here, to all who believe. Kahit na dito ka nakaupo sa unahan kapag Sunday service or sa likod ka nakaupo. Ang sabi po dito, to all who believe. The justification of God's children does not come from us. It comes from Christ. We should stop acting na tayo lang yung may karapatan sa biyaya ng Panginoon. Dahil lahat po tayo ay mahal ng Panginoon. That's the reason why the Apostle Paul said, you are all God's children. 
lahat po tayo ay anak ng Panginoon. My third point, the recipient of justification. Sinong recipient nito? Those sinners who were justified. Sinners who were redeemed. Romans 3.23, For all have sinned. Hindi ko sinabing some dito. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. In verse 24, it says here, And all are justified. What was the description? Freely by His grace. That was the adverb, no? Justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came from Jesus Christ. You know, we struggle with the doctrine of justification because this is not the world thinks that we should be. Naalala ko po, Romans 3.23, DDBS pa lang, sinasaulo na namin to. Right? Tapos sa DDBS, kapag mas marami kang nasa ulong memory verse, meron kang positive reinforcement. Meron kang, ano, Meron kang ano, bag, uh, candy na ibibigay ng mga teacher mo. Di ba? Sa iyo. But you know what? The question is, kung ganito ang tingin sa atin ng mundo, how are we extending God's grace then to other people? You know, in our current school system, nalulungkot po ako, though, of course, I understand that there has to be a basis on grading students. But personally, I feel sad kapag po yung hindi ko alam kung ganito pa rin sa eskwelahan hanggang ngayon. Kasi nung elementary tayo, di ba, nakaupo tayo based on our performance in class. Kapag ikaw ay nakaupo sa rowan, ano ka? Matalino ka. Sino ritong nasa rowan? Oo, oh, that's the way, oh. Row 2, row 3, average, di ba? Pag sinabing average, sinasabi lang, these are the forgettable people. Di ba? Row 5, mga row 5. Pero alam nyo ba, growing up, don't you think it has affected how you perceive yourself to be? Kasi nilagay ka sa row 1, iniisip mo magaling ka. Nilagay ka sa row 5, iniisip mo, hindi ka mahusay. At kapag umuupo ka dun sa upuan na yon, yung silya na yon, yun ang ipinaparamdam sa'yo palagi. Nakakalungkot po. Though again, I am a teacher. And I understand that there has to be a basis in grading students. But then again, in the ideal world, it doesn't have to be the case. You know, um, may mga students po ako ngayon na nag-e-exam. Ang exam po, binibigyan ko sila ng window na four days. So from Thursday, they started their prelim exam until today. So pag uwi ko kahapon, nag-message ako, today is the last day of your exam. No more extension. But you know what? Pag tayo ay nagkikwis, ipinaparamdam din sa atin noon minsan, yung worth natin. Pag ang nakuha mo 10 over 10, pag ang nakuha mo 2 over 10, kaya minsan pag umuwi ka, di ba ayaw natin ipakita sa mga magulang natin yung quizzes natin? Nahihiya tayo? Kasi pakiramdam natin yung worth natin, nakadepende dun sa score ng quiz natin. Nakakalungkot po yun. And of course, 
sa trabaho natin, it's a performance-based job. For you to be regularized, to be retained, or to be promoted, then you have to perform well. Mentras kung sinong masagasaan mo. This is a dog-eat-dog -dog world. That when you go outside of the church, you realize, this is what I heard in the church, but this is what I see in the world out there. That's why siguro pag nandito tayo sa church, we should make each other feel that we are part of God's family. Kasi tayo nalang magpaparamdam sa isa't isa na tayo ay pamilya ng Panginoon. And that God has a different standard sa pagtanggap sa atin bilang mga tao. Justified freely by His grace. We were all sinners. And we were all justified freely. You know, kapag ang perspective natin is because you do more for God, you are a better Christian than those who are not. You know, that is a perspective of a Pharisee. And the Apostle Paul knew that very well. Because that's what he was. He was even considered a Pharisee among the Pharisees. You know, kapag po nag exam ang mga students ko, I always tell them, that their grades do not define who they are. Yung result ng quizzes, yung result ng exams nila, that does not define their worth. That don't define their value in life. And parents, parang kung may PTA ngayong umaga, no? You have to be very careful. Lalo na pag pinagagalitan po natin ang ating mga magulang, ang mga magulang, sorry, ang ating mga anak. Because of that. I always, say that, I always tell them that they are worth more than the scores and the grades that they get in class. Of course, hindi po ibig sabihin nun, hindi na kayo mag-aaral. Because you have to study. Otherwise, paano ang kinabukasan natin? Right? But that was something that I wish someone told me earlier in my life. That no matter what grade I get, whether I, grade at, I get a grade of 10 or a 0, a 10 or a 0 do not define my worth as a person. Because my worth is anchored in Christ. And only in Him. You know, sa, sa amin po, plagiarism is, I always tell my students that as a mortal sin in my class. Because I don't like copying ideas from other people and presenting it as your own. That's really bad. May copyright kasi tayo doon. But you know what? Kahit na first day ng classes, I tell my students, Never to do that because that's wrong. There are still students who do. And last week, there was a student who submitted an essay and it was 60% copied. We have our way on checking yung submission ng students. And I know 
that he copied it from another student, from another class, from another section. Siguro akala makakalusot. Hindi nagre-reply sa first message. Hinanap ko talaga ang FB niya, tas nag-message ako. Tapos sabi niya sa akin, sorry po sir, sa sobrang pressure ko po, sa dami ng ginagawa ko, I was tempted to copy the work of others. Sabi ko sa kanya, okay, you know that this is wrong. I will give you a zero for this, but please make sure that this is not going to happen ever again. Sabi niya, yes sir, I won't do that again. Sabi ko sa kanya, you know, I will forget about this. Because you can do better. Because you are better. You know, sometimes sanay na sanay lang kasi tayo manita ng tao. Pero nakakalimutan nating bigyan ng grace yung mga tao na nagkakamali. Na nakakalimutan natin na mag-extend ng grace sa mga tao who needs the same grace that we experience from God Himself. And so I hope, you know, that as we come to a close of our service tonight, before we leave, do smile with each other. Because the world outside is very evil. Iba-iba po tayo ng buhay na hinaharap paglabas ng simbahan. Pupunta ka sa trabaho, mag-aaral ka, and sometimes, even in one minute that you get out of the church, you will immediately experience being devoured by ungraceful people outside. And so let us, I hope, even at this time, extend grace to those who need it. I need grace from you. And we need grace from each other. That's how a family works, right? And we are a family. We are all justified by Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek anymore. But all of us, right now, are God's children. You know why I entitled this Justified with a Period? It's because Christ has already accomplished what man can. When Jesus Christ said on the cross, Tetelestai, that means it is finished. Period. You don't need to find your worth in other people's validation. We look up. We will all look up and look at the cross because there we find grace. There we find comfort. And there we find acceptance despite of our flaws. Despite of our mistakes and despite of our past.
Because in Christ, we have redemption. And when he said, Tetelestai, you don't have to listen to other people about who they think you are. Because when Christ said, Tetelestai, it is finished. You are my children. Nalangin po tayo. Lord, thank you po for this morning. Father, we are coming from different situations in our lives at the moment. And sometimes we can share what we are going through. We have been bruised, badly bitten, hurt. And sometimes we can't even talk to other people. We want to scream. Sometimes we forget to run to you and remember what you said on the cross. It is finished. So we don't have to look for the validation of people around us. Help us, Father, to only find our worth only in you and what Christ did for us. And help us to extend the same grace that we want to other people around us. Sa mga kasama namin sa simbahan, sa amin pong mga pamilya, sa amin pong mga kaklase, sa amin pong mga katrabaho. Even to those people who we feel undeserving. Kasi kung meron man kaming nakikitang pinaka-undeserving ng grace ninyo, kami po yun. So Lord, we thank you for reminding us that the cross accomplished what we can. And that in you, we find our value and our worth. For Christ's sake, this is our prayer. Amen.